This is the Holy Gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, according to St. John. Glory to you, Lord. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the authorities, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus <coughs> said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the mark of the nails, and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Please be seated. So I'm wondering what fears you brought with you this morning to church. I mean, after all, we're all human, aren't we? We have fears, we have worries. We have concerns. I mean, maybe you're dealing with a medical condition, a bad diagnosis, and you're afraid for that reason. Maybe you're afraid for your children or your grandchildren. Or maybe it's a relationship that's broken that you're afraid about. And God knows there's lots in this world to be afraid about right now. A war in Europe an economy that seems to be spinning a little bit out of control, a political landscape that is as divided as ever. There's a lot to be afraid about. But this is Easter season. And the good news that's proclaimed today is that Jesus breaks down the doors of all of our fears. You talk about fears. The disciples on Easter day were afraid. They had just seen their beloved friend and teacher crucified on a cross in the most gruesome of ways. They thought all hope had been lost. And then something happened. Reports of an empty tomb. They all go and they see that the tomb is empty. And then the women say they've actually seen and been greeted by the risen Lord. They have no idea what is happening. 
The world seems as if it's turned upside down. One day, the, it's the most terrible thing you can imagine. The next day, there are reports that maybe, maybe all is well. And so what do they do? They lock themselves in a house. <laughs> they cower in fear. They are weak human beings, just like we are weak human beings. But again, here's the good news. Christ does not leave them to their fears. Just like he does not leave us to his fears, to our fears. He breaks down the door. Whatever fears you have, whatever worries you have, whatever concerns you have, you can be reassured this morning that Christ is seeking you out to be with you. And what does he bring? He brings peace. Those are the first words out of his mouth. Peace be with you. And the Hebrew word for peace is shalom. And shalom means so much more than the absence of conflict. You know, oftentimes when we talk about peace in English, it's like, let's settle down, let's be quiet, let's be peaceful. And yes, shalom means that, but it means so much more than that. Shalom means wholeness, fulfillment. When Jesus brings shalom to the disciples, he's bringing them the new life of human flourishing in its fullest. He wants the disciples no longer to cower in fear, but to be full of the new life that he brings. And so he brings them peace, and he brings us peace. But the peace Jesus brings is a little more than even that. Because what Jesus says to the disciples next is, just as the Father has sent me, now I send you. Receive the Holy Spirit. You see, the peace that Jesus brings is a peace that not only reassures us and brings us health and brings us human flourishing, it is a peace that then wants to send us out in the world to bring this same peace, this same human flourishing, this same sense of Easter joy to the world. It's not a passive peace. It's an active peace. This is the pivot in John's gospel where Jesus turns his disciples from being mere followers. That's what disciple means, a follower. He turns them from being a follower into being an apostle. And an apostle is a messenger. An apostle is somebody who is sent. So this is the good news of the second Sunday of Easter. Jesus is here seeking us out right here at this table in the word proclaimed, in the songs we sing, in the prayers we say, in the baptism that little Mac David is going to experience, Jesus is here seeking us out, seeking to vanquish our fears so that we may be filled with the Spirit and then, guess what, go out into the world to do God's work without fear. So this is my question to you this morning. Where is God sending you this day? Because I assure you, 
He has plans for you. He's sending you into the world to bring his peace to somebody somewhere in big ways and small ways. Maybe it's a neighbor who needs your help. Maybe it's a friend who's grieving and needs your support. Maybe you need to be more active in the climate movement. Maybe you need to be more active to bring peace to this world. I don't know, but I do know this. God wants to send you into the world to do his work and to bring his shalom to this world. So think and pray about that. And tell me next week where God has sent you. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon from Holy Trinity Evangelical Lutheran Church in Newington, New Hampshire, part of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. You can find us at htelc.com. And don't forget, you are loved.